Hi, welcome to this special presentation from Youth Pastor Theologian. This recording is from a recent Zoom that we hosted for those who are interested in learning more about Youth Pastor Theologian as an organization and as a ministry. What are we all about? And a little bit more about our international reach, which is still like super humbling and incredible for me to think about. Um, but it's just incredible what the Lord is doing here. And so there's an opportunity for you to learn more about YPT and what it means to become a partner and to invest in this ministry that's resourcing and equipping and encouraging youth pastors to do theologically rich uh, ministry with students around the world. Thanks for tuning in. All right. So um, I just want to, if you are, I think, if you have not yet muted yourself, if you could do that, uh, unless you're speaking, that would be great. Um, and so, yeah, I just want to share a bit about Youth Pastor Theologian. This is something that I started. Um, yeah, I started Youth Pastor Theologian about two years ago, and it was a, a project that I was working on. Uh, and wanted to put some stuff out there for the world of youth ministry about theology and youth ministry and what does it look like to lead theologically rich youth ministries uh, that recognize that we're not just trying to become uh, theology professors in the youth room, right? Uh, but that's really practical, um, but deep all at the same time. And there were people who I talked to early on in that process, who uh, basically said, yeah, this is really important. We need stuff like that. But I'm not really sure that people actually have a desire. I'm not really sure if um, youth workers are interested in theologically rich ministry. Um, and so I tried it and I th said, you know, what? I'm just going to roll the dice and I am convinced that I'm not the only theology nerd in youth ministry. I'm convinced that I'm not the only person who wants theological engagement to become the norm in, in youth ministry. There's just not much out there for um, for us uh, theolog youth pastor theologians. And so I started it, and look what's happened. So um, it's just been really incredible to see what the Lord has done in youth pastor theologian and in raising up a new generation of, of youth workers who are interested in theology and who are hungry to teach students uh, deep truths of scripture and of doctrine. Um, and so I'm excited to share a little bit more with you this evening um, about what's been going on and what's coming down the pipeline. Uh, and so um, I've become connected with ministry called Prepare to Answer. And Scott Steen here is on the call, and he's going to share a little bit about Prepare to Answer. And I'm really excited to introduce you to Scott and to PTA. Um, they focus on apologetics, and Youth Pastor Theologian focuses more on the theological side of things. And uh, apologetics and theology really are, are two different sides of the same coin. So our ministries are better together. And I'm really excited to be coming under uh, their supervision and to be mentored and equipped and trained uh, by Scott and his staff 
as Youth Pastor Theologian becomes more established. So, uh, Scott, uh, let's hear from you. Sure. Can, can you hear me? We can all hear right, you. Great. Good. Oh, wonderful. And I'm just going to pray that the, the internet connection from all the way up here in Canada just remains clear. Um, thank you for letting me be part of tonight. Uh, this is exciting. Um, I, I want to keep it as uh, succinct as I can, um, but maybe just want to uh, explain a little bit about our relationship with with Mike and youth, youth Pastor Theologian. And I'll maybe just do that by way of a quick story. Uh, I'll just tell you a little bit about myself. Um, so I was also, I've I spent 11 years in pastoral ministry. I've pastored up here in Canada. Uh, I, I grew up in and have pastored in a, um, uh, a denomination, a Baptist denomination up here in Canada, uh, the Fellowship of Evangelical Baptist Churches in Canada. Um, and in the course of my pastoral ministry, um, I began to study Christian apologetics. I went down to Biola University and did a, a master's in apologetics out of interest, really, as a pastor, just wanting to expand my study. And as I was going through that study and training time, at the same time, pastorally and looking at the research of the landscape across the West, certainly the U.S. and Canada, there's so many similarities in terms of culture and and uh, special, specifically around uh, trends in terms of uh, religious observance. What we were seeing and what we're still continuing to see was just the the rate of of I guess what you could could call faith dropout among the emerging generation, right? The next generation of young Christians growing up, and there's so many reasons for that. But a big part of that was just recognizing the impact that our deeply post Christian culture is having on the next generation. Out of that, God birthed in me in my own setting just a realization of the need and the role of Christian apologetics, good, solid faith training for helping the next generation to stand, not only just to answer questions, but just to, to answer and stand firm in their own faith and to, and to just get a firm conviction about what their faith in Jesus Christ is about. And I just began to see the role of Christian apologetics in that. I, I just realized, you know what? Apologetics isn't something just for, you know, the big name speakers and that going into the universities. It's just something that's necessary for the, the the toolbox of Christian discipleship in the church. To make a long story short, out of that, God just put a burden on my heart that that he wanted me to begin focusing in that area to bring a, a particular kind of training to local church ministry in a way that I couldn't do as a as a as a as a senior pastor. And so um in my own story, uh, very quickly, he he just made it very clear. We got to the place where I realized it was time to conclude pastoral ministry, not quite being sure what I was going to. But my wife and I just recognized, and and we talked to some some mentors and some people who were very good in giving us guidance, and we realized it's just time to take this step of faith and see what God has for us. And so we did that, um, and um, it was a little bit daunting. Uh, and through the process, I, I took a, a few steps of seeing, oh, maybe there's another organization that I could work with to pursue this kind of thing. And um, God just laid a, a burden on my heart. And I think probably the biggest key was that my wife one day said, you know, maybe God's just leading you to try something on your own. And so that's what I did. 
Um, I, I had some friends who were missionaries and so they knew a little bit about fundraising. I had some friends who were, you know, they sat on boards and things like that. And so they had some ideas of ministry governance and I had some friends who were business people. And so they had an idea about, so I was able to gather a group of people around me and begin ministry on my own and God blessed. And so for five years, we did ministry, and uh, I was able to serve a body of local churches in my area and do apologetic and Christian worldview training and help strengthen the church and speak to campus groups. And and then uh, after five years, we realized, you know what, God's blessing the ministry, but we feel like we need to expand and grow. And so we we started adding some support staff, and we made a concerted effort to move more material online. And and the ministry just grew, and God just was teaching us how to do ministry and 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 blessing us by providing us with a, a great group of supporters, people who believed in our mission and wanted to make the investment and stand behind us. And so I've been doing this for 10 years now. And uh, and as you can imagine, as as God's blessing and moving and we're seeing, you know, him opening doors, the logical next question for us was, okay, well. God's going to want us to grow. Obviously, let's. How can we expand our impact? How can we expand our reach and make prepared to answers reach even bigger? And the road we went down to begin with was like you would expect. Well, we'll just start hiring more people, and we'll make prepared to answer bigger, and that's the route we'll take. And we we started down that road, and God just kept closing doors. Nothing ever was happening. We just couldn't find the right fit. And um, for a while, we were just becoming discouraged. And then both me and our director of operations, we were having a chat on my front porch one day and talking about some things that we had read. And we just wondered, we started wondering, you know, maybe God's calling us to do something different. Maybe what he's asking us to do is not just to try and make prepared to answer this big thing, which I think is often kind of the way we think. But maybe he's just looking to, to uh, asking us to take what he's given us, what he's taught us over 10 years, and help other people do the same thing. Maybe God's put a, a vision for making an impact on the next generation in a particular way to other people, like he did for us, and he's given them a platform, and he's given them an audience, and he's given them a community of people and a community of churches to impact. And maybe God's not interested in building some great big thing. Maybe he just wants to multiply and mobilize a lot of people who can have an impact where they live and uh, with their particular gifts and the, the focus God's given them. And so we decided, we just made that decision. We said, you know what, let's, let's be open to that. And within a few weeks, God led us to someone who, who was like us, someone who had, just like Mike, had a burden and a passion for helping the next generation and and was working to do that and uh, wanting to see that happen and wanting to make that a reality, but didn't know how to get there. And God just providentially, I, I, I'd love to tell you the story, but we don't have time. I told Mike I'd be succinct. God wonderfully brought us together at just the right moment where where this young man said, you know what, uh, we're at a place, my wife and I, where we're ready to to make this step, but we don't see a way. I think I'm just going to have to go out and get a job and and just, you know, put this dream to rest. At the exact same time where we were saying, you know what, God's put us in a position as a ministry where, where we're ready to make an investment 
and we could actually come alongside you and help you do what we did 10 years ago and and get your ministry up and rolling and help you build a base of support so that your ministry can can do what you feel God's led you to do. And uh, his name was Matt Belfay. Matt's been on our team now for three years, uh, just a little over two. And uh, he is doing, he has a ministry called Truth Snack. His focus is particularly helping doubting Christians to work through their doubt journeys into confident faith. And that's just a unique message and a unique uh, gift that God's given to him. And um, we we took him through, we kind of, he was kind of our, he, he understood he was our guinea pig and we kind of developed a, a process to take him through in terms of raising support and developing his ministry organization and infrastructure. And in about six months, God blessed him and had him fully supported. And he's been doing full-time ministry now for a year and a half. And we were just thrilled. And um, and it wasn't long after that that uh, God just orchestrated another meeting with someone else who just happened to be, you know, working on a passion ministry and coming to a, a crisis point where, you know, God was blessing his ministry on this side, and yet he had a full-time ministry on this side. And it was kind of a place of, you know, God's leading me to do something. But um, And now I'm talking about Mike, in case you didn't know. Um, we came across Mike at a point where he just sensed that, you know, he was at a crossroads. And I think the the vision and the the burden that God had laid on his heart for youth pastor theologian, but no clear pathway of, you know, how do you how do you make the jump to to make something like that a vocational ministry um and allowing God to to grow that mission and purpose? And and we really did. It was a providential meeting, and we came across Mike. And it was exactly at the time where, again, we were in the place where we were looking for the next person that we could mobilize. And out of that really was birthed, uh, prepared to answer Go, PTA Go is what we're calling it. And this is just our uh, an initiative of prepared to answer, where we're not looking to replicate prepared to answer. What we want to do is take the the, the skills and the gifts and the the, the the knowledge that God's given to us and uh, that was my timer to tell me to stop talking. But to to really help mobilize other people into ministry whose missions, and this is the beautiful part, is I love youth pastors, theologians' mission. I love Mike's mission, but it's not our mission. It complements. The, the crossover for us is that we're both responding to the same need, which we're seeing a lot of people are sensing, is that the next generation of Christians coming uh, coming of age now are facing challenges to their faith that that we never would have even dreamed of when I was growing up. Um, and so the the church we we still believe the church is God's chosen instrument to change the world and to take the gospel forward. We're seeking to help mobilize people, ministers, with a particular gift and a particular skill set who can be servants of the church to help equip and prepare and enable and strengthen the faith of the next generation to meet some of those unique challenges. And what I love about Youth Pastor Theologian, what I love about Mike's mission is that he's dialed into the importance of church ministry and the, the vitality of youth ministry, but the need for good theological, biblical training at the level of youth discipleship, that we can't play games, that we need to really help and train the not just the the young people, but the people who are pouring into their lives. 
So, so that's kind of the story of how we came together. That's kind of our role. Our, our goal as um, PTA Go is to really come alongside. So we're, we're making an investment in Mike to help get him going. Um, we're kind of giving him some assistance with expertise in building that support base and, and then putting in place some ministry infrastructure. Our long range goal is that to move people like Mike and Matt, and we're now looking for the next person to move them through a process where hopefully in about right now we're saying hopefully three years, it could be three to four years, but to three in three years, three or four years time, that youth pastor theologian could be a fully supported, fully sustainable, uh, you know, independent ministry um, that can function on its own. And, and, you know, uh, the, the dream scenario is, and, and this is what excites me is, is looking to see how God has already blessed youth pastor theologian. We just really feel like this ministry is poised to, to really have a great kingdom impact and go on to impact many, many lives and um, and probably in short time even even eclipse the ministry scope that prepared to answer has, and we look at that and think oh and Michael move on and 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 youth pastor theologian will thrive and they won't need us, and we just feel like that would be a total win. We just think to to have a hand in mobilizing kingdom impacting ministries, and to see the church uh, blessed through that, and to see the kingdom advance. Um, that that's really our that's really what excites us as much as we continue to do the work that God's called us to do in our neighborhood of the world up here in Canada uh, of all places anyway that's uh, so that's uh, uh, that's our a little introduction of what PTA go is and so um, we've already started with Mike we've we've uh, connected him with our uh, fundraising uh, coach or, or a consultant uh, our director of development is working with Mike on, you know, on the side of the, you know, some of those communication strategies and the ministry infrastructures that need to be put in place. And I'll be spending time with Mike as well. Just, just, you know what, really in collegial mentorship, um, maybe I've got 10 years more under my belt, but Mike's got tons of experience. I think we'll probably learn from each other and um, where we can, we want to collaborate to create content that'll bless both our audiences but I'm just looking forward to working with Mike and and seeing him, yeah, seeing Youth Pastor Theologian take off. And uh, to to us, it's just a privilege to be a part of it. So, so thank you. Thanks for for letting me introduce myself. I, I hope in time we'll maybe get to know you a little bit better. Um, but yeah, it's great to be here. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, I'm I'm just really excited about this collaboration and this partnership, and I, I so appreciate uh, what you what you're doing and prepared to answer and um thank you for your investment in me and in youth pastor theologian and so um i'm really excited to introduce you to a few friends who are on this call um who i met through youth pastor theologian and so um one is uh david correa uh, who is in mexico and nick hartman is in the nashville area and I, i'm I'm happy to introduce them to share uh, with you a little bit about the impact that Youth Pastor Theologian has had in them and in their ministry. And so, uh, David, if I could ask you to uh, share first, am I seeing? I know David was in here. Yes. He's here. here. Oh, there you are. There you are. 
All right. So, all right, I'm going to pin you here. And uh, so, David, could you just share briefly about um, how did you hear about Youth Pastor Theologian and um, share a little bit about how has Youth Pastor Theologian helped Mexican youth workers? Well, thank you. Um, well, first of all, uh, I hope that you'll have like, uh, I don't know, subtitles in your <laughs> devices so you will understand my 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 English. Hopefully uh, it'll make sense. Uh, you sound great. As I always, as I always say, it's broken English spoken perfectly. <laughs> and also, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, I had to, I mean, shamefully honor my Mexican heritage by being late. So sorry. <laughs> But I, I, I'm finally here. I'm so thankful to Mike for this invitation. Feel so honored uh, to be here uh, with with all of you. Uh, let me just share a couple of things about myself. My name is David Correa. Uh, I am the uh, well, I, I guess I could say the uh, senior pastor of Jesus Presbyterian Church in Progreso in the Yucatan, Mexico. Been the pastor of this church for 30 years. Uh, also, I've been involved in youth ministry for over 30 years, one way or the other. I'm still involved in youth ministry as a, as a senior pastor. And I also serve as the uh, director of an organization called Next, the Next Institute, which, uh, well, uh, aims to provide theological training for youth workers. Um, well, let me just share with you that uh, I, I, I was listening uh uh, a moment ago about the impact of youth pastor theologian. And, well, I'm a, a living proof of the impact. Uh, I'm seriously, uh, I, I am so thankful for Mike's ministry. Uh, let me just uh, share how I, I got to know about him. Uh, well, I teach youth ministry classes and then I, I, I teach a um, theology of youth ministry class. And I was looking for good materials, you know, on the subject. And then uh, as I was looking, I found this wonderful book, the, uh, Biblical Theology, Theology of Youth Ministry, uh, by a guy <laughs> named Mike McGarry. So, uh, <laughs> and I immediately, uh, I mean, I, I, I was hooked. Uh, um, I, I'm not saying this because I was invited to be in this meeting. I, honestly, as the Lord knows, I was so blessed by, by that book. Uh, and then uh, through um, a common friend, I was invited uh, to a meeting and uh, I got to know Mike uh, a little bit more. And uh, he, uh, I, I was impressed, you know, with uh, his uh, sharp thinking about uh, youth ministry. I began to read the materials and, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the blogs and all of that. And I... And I thought, well, you know, this is something we really need here in, in, in Mexico. Uh, as I always say, you know, youth ministry should be the product of uh, a constant theological reflection. And we don't get uh, many materials that have the depth that uh, Mike's you know, writing, you know, has. Um, so I... I immediately began to, to, to use his uh, materials in my classes. I incorporated them in my, in my teaching. So let, let me just tell you that, uh, uh, well, the, the impact that this can have in Latin America is huge. I mean, it's already happening. 
through uh, our teaching in our next institute. Um, so I would, I don't know. I mean, I don't know all of you here, but uh, um, if you could support this ministry, we will appreciate it very much, very, very much. Because uh, here where I live and where I minister, um, we have seen an ex- uh, in the last uh, several years, we have seen an explosion uh, you know, in youth ministry materials, but we don't have many good, solid, deep youth ministry materials, and we need them badly. <laughs> so I think Youth Pastor Theologian is it, it's, it's a great resource. Um, so uh, I, I'm just thankful for Mike's life. I was thinking the other day, uh, man, uh, uh, that's something I would love to do, you know, to be able to, to train, you know, youth, youth ministers, to train them to think theologically. And I, I, I admire him for taking this step, you know, in faith, you know, to leave a position and to start this ministry. Uh, I, I'm so thankful for that step of faith because it is already blessing me and it's already blessing others in, in our context here. Uh, I know I don't have a lot of time, I just want to say thank you, Mike, uh, for your ministry. I, I can truly say that I have been blessed by your ministry. And thank you for taking this step. I really thank the Lord for you. And, uh, well, pray that uh, everything will uh, actually, uh, everything that is needed will, will will happen. And we'll have youth pastor theologian for many, many years. Thank you so much. Amigo, thank you. Uh, I can... I can feel this Irish skin blushing and turning red on the side of the screen. I'm so thankful for you. And, um, and David, David, let me say that Mike has said such good things about you, and I'm so glad to meet you on this call. Uh, you know, when uh, Mike and I and our family have been praying for your ministry in Mexico as well. So uh, I'm really glad to be able to see your face and hear your voice. So thank you so much. Well, I'm honored. I must tell you that... Uh, I began to question Mike when he decided to include a little article of mine in his. Uh, <laughs> maybe he no, it's as incredible. As I thought. <laughs> I'm so thankful for the opportunity. Uh, thank you. A pleasure meeting you, uh, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, please, please uh, help youth pastor theologian to. Uh, I mean to to get everything it's needed. Okay, because we need something like that here. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. All right, Nick. Um, Nick and I met through Youth Pastor Theologian. He was one of. Um, were you our first guest con- guest writer? Um, I think. Um, I think Joseph might have been. Were, I don't know. Oh, maybe. Joseph? Maybe it was I know me. If you weren't the first, it was one of us. Probably the second. Um, so Nick was an early adopter of Youth Pastor Theologian, and um, I have just been so blessed and encouraged by your friendship. And um, yeah, I'm just excited to introduce you to um, everyone else on the call. So could you just share with us a little bit from yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, My name is Nick Hartman. I am the student pastor, associate pastor of students and discipleship in Mount Carmel Baptist Church in a little rural town in Tennessee called Cross Plains. Um, My wife and I have been here now for about two and a half years and previously uh, born and raised in Missouri. Um, and so, um, yeah, I, you know, I got connected to youth pastor theologian to, um, 
uh, a family friend of ours who is, I mentioned earlier, Joseph, it's a complicated relationship. Um, our wives are cousins. So um, we are, um, he, he, he sent me some articles for Mike and I was very impressed with the idea of youth pastor theologian and very fed by the, um, by youth pastor theologian uh, as a student pastor myself. I did struggle to find resources that bridge the gap between theology and student ministry. Um, and so uh, Mike's work and vision um, from the beginning were something that I just was like, I want to be a part of that. Um, and as a young guy in student ministry, um, you know, it was one of those things where I just felt the Lord really connect uh, the dots and then also was um, wanting to write and had some things to say myself. Um, and, and Mike's platform through Youth Pastor Theologian gave me an opportunity to do that. And it's been very fruitful um, since. And uh, yeah, I mean, as far as the impact that I know that Youth Pastor Theologian is making is, is significant. Um, I'm in a cohort with um, a decent amount of youth pastors and, and many of them um, talk about, you know, this this site and how it's fed into their student ministries and some of the vision that Mike has for um, youth pastor theologian is uh, really powerful. Um, we had the opportunity to go to Chattanooga together um, and serve at a, um, and, and I guess showcase youth pastor theologian to a youth conference for youth pastors that had um, over a thousand student pastors there. And um, every single time somebody stopped, they were like, man, this is a needed ministry. And we had many great conversations and, um, I'm really just excited for Mike and would encourage uh, you guys as you're thinking about investing and giving and sharing and, and just doing all of that, that it, it helps student pastors like myself um, across the country, um, but also um, just across the world. And uh, not only the opportunity for young youth pastors to share what the Lord might be putting on their hearts, um, but also the opportunity for young youth pastors to read what others are. And I will say Youth Pastor Theologian has opened me up to a community of people that I never thought I'd be able to meet um, across the country and across the world. And uh, we had one of our other Youth Pastor Theologians come and speak at RD Now this past year, um, and it was quite a blessing. So I'm just grateful for Mike and kind of some of the, the places and pieces that have fallen into place through not just the website, but through the community that's slowly being built and uh, would encourage investment um, in Mike and what he's doing. And um, so grateful for the opportunity to, um, to invest myself as well. Yeah, Nick, thank you so much. Um, Nick has another article coming up tomorrow. It's going to be a good one. Um, so it's about uh, Holy Saturday and what, what happened when Jesus um, was buried and before the resurrection. And how do we talk about things like that with students? And uh, there's just really meaningful um, issues in theology and in biblical studies, the questions that teenagers ask that um, are, are really productive and meaningful conversations with youth. And there's just not much out there. Um, and so, yeah, I, my, my vision for Youth Pastor Theologian isn't to try to take the youth ministry world by storm. Um, it's not to <laughs> get people to say really nice things about me. Um, I don't take compliments well, so thank you very much. Um, but it's just a, a theological vision for trying to 
trying to equip youth workers, like just normal youth workers, to be able to have conversations with students with confidence about their difficult questions. And um, the, the way I put it is this way, is that youth pastor theologian exists to help youth workers think biblically about what youth ministry is and to train them to teach theologically with confidence. Uh, because it's really important to ask questions first and foremost, but like just what is youth ministry biblically speaking um, and historically, how have Christians always passed on the faith to the next generation? Um, and so what can we learn from church history and from 2000 years worth of discipleship that we don't need to recreate the wheel? There's so much from Christian tradition and from the early church and from scripture um, that can inform and guide the way we make disciples instead of just doing what we experienced as teenagers or what we think is like cool and we got to be like edgy and relevant and really exciting to keep the kids, right? Um, but like, how are we how are we building our ministries on a biblical foundation? Um, and then not just as the youth pastor, but are the volunteers serving in the ministry, are they confident about having conversations with students about really important things? Like, how do we know that Jesus actually rose from the grave? Um, or why do we believe that Jesus is the only way to salvation, right? Isn't that intolerant and hateful? Um, and just these big questions, like, what about the Trinity? I mean, it's kind of a big deal because it's who God is. And if you don't believe in the Trinity, that's not a Christian faith in God. That's not who God is, right? God is the Trinity. So how do we talk about these things in student ministry and with teenagers? And how are we equipping parents to also be having these conversations? Um, and part of my heart is also for churches who do not have a youth pastor, which is the majority of churches, not just in America, but in the world. And what about bivocational youth pastors, uh, bivocational youth directors? What about youth ministries that are led by parents and by concerned church members who um, are just really committed to collaborating between the church and the home for the sake of the next generation? And a lot of these leaders have never been to Bible college. They've never been to seminary. Um, I don't know how many theology books or train how much training they've had, right? So on, on one hand, we have you know some well prepared and well equipped youth pastors who are highly educated, and on the other hand, we have some uh, who just love kids and are really concerned and passionate and committed to reaching the next generation. Um, but they're afraid of um, accidentally teaching heresy, right? So on one hand, sometimes you have recent seminary grads who know all the stuff up here, but have a hard time translating it from the academy to the youth room. Like, how do you talk about these theological issues um, that you learned about from these like PhD, really smart theology professors? How do you teach that to a room full of students whose ADHD meds have worn off? right? That's a difficult transition to make. And then at the same time, you have people who are just really understand the real lives of students, but they're afraid 
to talk about theology and to go deep in biblical studies because they just haven't had the opportunity to study this stuff very much. And so the vision for Youth Pastor Theologian is to bridge those two worlds and to put both groups of youth workers together, um, whether it's actually in person or over the internet, so that they're learning from each other. And so they're serving and equipping one another. And so um, I just want to share um, a, a video with you uh, that I, I got from one of our listeners down in Cuba. And he has a really, really powerful story that I think is is valuable for us to consider when we're talking about the mission and vision and the scope of what's happening with Youth Pastor Theologian. And so this is Johan. Diez años atrás, cuando comencé en el Ministerio Juvenil, no tenía ninguna formación ministerial y solamente tenía el apoyo de mi iglesia, muchas buenas intenciones y, y tenía internet. Y en internet lo que encontraba era materiales que me decían directamente qué es lo que debía hacer, pero no ofrecían una reflexión su mayoría nos ofrecía una reflexión bíblica y ricamente teológica que me explicara por qué debería hacer las, las cosas. Ahora, con el esfuerzo de Mike en Youth Pastor Teología, se abre una puerta para líderes como yo, hace, años, hace 10 años atrás, eh, para que estos líderes puedan eh, tener acceso a, a una fuente de eh, reflexión bíblica y centrada en, en el Evangelio y en la tradición de la Iglesia, desde la experiencia de, de líderes y pastores juveniles más, más experimentados. Esto es muy valioso para nosotros en Cuba, ya que la mayoría de los líderes juveniles y pastores jóvenes en las iglesias son voluntarios, o sea, tienen otro, o sea, su fuente de ingresos es otro trabajo, eh, fuera de, de la iglesia o, o son bivocacionales y por tanto no pueden dedicar eh, parte de su tiempo a una formación en un seminario y, y por las características de nuestro país no tenemos acceso a, a Amazon u otro, eh, otras librerías donde pudiéramos adquirir eh, los libros de Ministerio Juvenil para formarnos por nuestra cuenta así que es muy valioso el esfuerzo que que hace Mike mediante Youth Pastor Cheroyan y, y oramos para que este esfuerzo pueda crecer, para que lo, eh, lo, lo más rápido posible la, la barrera del idioma pueda eliminarse y, y, y los pastores y líderes juveniles en Cuba y de habla hispana en general no solamente tengan acceso a artículos en su idioma, sino que también puedan ser parte de la comunidad de de pastores juveniles que, que Mike ha formado en las redes sociales y que tienen como, como núcleo principal el, el interés por la, por la teología aplicada al ministerio, dándole valor a, a, a la riqueza que, que traemos de la Biblia y de la historia de la, de la Iglesia para formar a las generaciones más jóvenes. And so it's just incredibly humbling. Um, to hear from youth workers like Yoan um, in places like Cuba, 
uh, where they don't have access to basic things like Amazon um, and are, are very much reliant on online resources for training and for education. Um, and one of the things that I've heard from, from Johan, from um, youth workers in, in Germany and in Brazil, uh, I've heard from youth workers in Kenya and Uganda and Australia and in Austria and in the UK and Ireland. And, and it's just, it, it's a little bit mind boggling and overwhelming to hear from, from these youth workers saying, um, honestly, we don't really take much American youth ministry seriously because a lot of it is just built on fun and games and fun and games aren't the enemy, right? You, you do fun and games. We do fun and games in youth group at my church pretty much every week. Um, but if we're building around fun and games and if we're building on fun and games and not on biblical depth and not around the gospel, um, then what are we doing? Right. And when we um, focus youth pastor theologian, as a ministry that is reflecting on biblical depth and theological depth that's understandable and applicable for teenagers and for those who are serving teenagers, then that transcends the cultural boundaries um, between America and Canada and Cuba and whatever other culture, um, that that's just Christianity. And I'm really excited to see Youth Pastor Theologian become a place where contributors from all these different countries are able to send in and to contribute articles and to be featured in our podcast. And I did not build this with an international scope in mind at all, but I could not be more humbled and excited as I get emails from international youth workers um, that Tracy can attest, like, it's just overwhelming and it boggles my mind um, to be able to tell you genuinely that investing in youth pastor theologian is not just an investment that's going to help us be able to roll out new resources for you, um, that investing in youth pastor theologian and partnering with us is a partnership with a global church and with um, a global church whose youth workers are trying to raise up the next generation and very difficult to reach places. Um, so uh, with that, I just want to thank you for, for your time. And I want to introduce you to Scott once again, uh, who's going to walk you through um, what does the partnership um, and support looking process look like if you're interested in partnering with Youth Pastor Theologian. Hey, thanks, Mike. C can you hear me again? Yep. Okay. Coming loud and clear from Canada. Um, yeah, I, I just appreciate, boy, I appreciate the testimonies from uh, the brothers who are in ministry in Mexico, in uh, down in the States, and also in Cuba. I can't believe that. Um, yeah, I, I'm glad that Mike used the word that that I like to use when we're talking about those who, oftentimes we use the word supporter. We like to use the word partner. Um, because we really believe that's what this is about. Um, what what really comes to mind is, and what often informs my my thinking when I'm thinking through our partnerships as well as my own stewardship of what God's given me, the parable of the talents comes back to me again and again and again for a number of reasons. The obvious being, you know, that God gives every one of us 
resources to steward for the kingdom. And of course, he calls us to account for that. The, what, what I really like about the parable of the talents, though, and maybe this is because I have a business background, but is that it's that God seems to be interested in this whole idea of investing. Investing in something that's going to bear fruit and and bring a return for the kingdom. And I don't mind using that kind of language when we're talking about what we are talking about ultimately is changing lives for Jesus Christ and and for the next generation as well. So so really what my part here and I'm happy to do this and because I want to I wanted to do this for Mike cuz it's hard for 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 Mike to sit here and ask you um uh I have uh maybe just the opportunity to be able to do that for him is to ask you to make an investment this is really a kingdom investment um and as you've heard already um what's already happening is is that hundreds of lives are being reached not just youth, the the people who are influencing them, and when you think about the the uh, the growth potential of that kind of work, in terms of God using this ministry to to enhance and enrich and deepen the ministries of those who are influencing the next generation, uh, it just excites me to think about the the impact that God's going to uh, to bring about for the kingdom and the the next generation of the church. So I want to invite you to to make an investment um to take you know uh, between you and the Lord um to think of how how you can make an investment in this ministry and partner with Mike um at the ground floor at the beginning of something that that already is is uh, is showing the growth potential for really having a great kingdom impact. Um so I'm going to share my screen with you um so uh, just to take you through a quick uh, a quick uh, step oh i think i hope this is the right screen there it is um i'm going to take you right back to mike's main page if you go to to youth pastor theologian this is probably familiar to to all of you and go up to the the give uh option on the menu bar and that will take you to the support page and um uh Mike Mike's ministry is supported through Prepared to Answer, and we've done this in collaboration because obviously, because we're Canadian, we're not a 501c3, but we've done this in partnership with uh, the Friends of the Great Commission, which is a, a gospel mobilizing uh, mission agency in the States. Uh, so that's how we're able to do this uh, and the, how you're able to support Mike. So if you go to that page, then it just gives you, uh, you know, an op- some options to make a, a, a gift um, to Mike's ministry with Youth Pastor Theologian. Uh, you can make your your designation of whatever's there, or you can choose one that's uh, unique for you. Uh, there's also then this option, and I just like to really encourage you to think through this. There's the option to make this a monthly gift, and while you know every gift would be a welcome one. And uh, we ask each person to just think about what they can do. But just so that you understand, monthly gifts are just a tremendous help because you would you recognize that, you know, in a, in a ministry that runs all the time, there's the budgeting and the, you know, the month-to-month expenses that have to be dealt with. And that's where monthly gifts are a great help because it just provides some stability and some, uh, just some, um, I guess, an ability to forecast and uh, and know how expenses can be met 
from month to month. Um, so you can make that choice and you can decide whether that's the first of the month or the 15th of the month. Uh, however, that works best with your own uh, with your own monthly budgeting. Um, you can go down and then enter your personal information. If you're a, a business person or if you're giving on behalf of an organization or through an organization, you can just click that uh, that option there and enter the organization name. Or if you're giving through, maybe it's your own business that you're giving through. Um, so it'll be received accordingly. Uh, if you'd like to give, but you don't want Mike to know that you're giving, um, you know the the um, you just want to keep that anonymous. You can select that as well, so that um, the gifts will be recorded. You'll be receipted, but uh, your giving would be anonymous. If that's a decision, if that's a choice you wanted to make, you're welcome to do that as well. And then there are two ways that you can give: one through credit card, which is just pretty straightforward as uh, any kind of credit card. Uh, transaction online, or you can do it through direct debit through your bank. And if you were to do that, then you just need to enter kind of the banking information that would be on one of your checks. And if you click on this handy little question mark here, it gives you the the breakdown of those those funny numbers at the bottom of your check that the bank knows what they mean, but nobody else knows what they mean. But now you will too. Um, the routing number, which is the first set of digits, would go in that line. Then you'd select which account it is, if it's checking or savings or some other account. The account number is that last set of digits, which go there, and then your name as it appears on the account. So uh, that's how you would go about doing that. Um, yeah, so you're... you're uh, uh, I'll just close that there. Uh-oh, you've all disappeared on me. I hope you can still hear me. Because oh, I can no longer see. We're still you here. Can, okay. We, you, <laughs> All right. You're frozen. You're frozen, but we can still hear you. And there is All right, an you can hear on, me. The, on that page too. If you want to give by check, there's information mm. if, about how to who to address your check to and where to mail it and and everything. If that's the option you would prefer also as well. Right. I'm sorry. I missed that. Okay. Your your faces are all back. I got worried for a minute there because my screen went blank. Um. So. So yeah, so that so there is the online donation page. So yeah, I'll just encourage you to make use of that. That would be wonderful. Mike, I'll just hand it back to you then. All right, thank you. Um, so as we wrap up, um, I want to uh, just emphasize that um, this has been uh, over the next few months. I am uh, currently part-time youth pastor at my church. So for my first time, I am now bivocational youth pastor. I've been a full-time youth pastor for 18 years and I'm bivocational currently as my church is searching for our new youth pastor and fundraising to be able to lead youth pastor theologian as my full-time ministry moving forward. And I am so thankful for my church's support and uh, they've just been incredibly encouraging uh, throughout the whole process. And so I just want to introduce you to Jim Van Arsdale. Jim is the uh, vice chairman of the elder board at South Shore Baptist Church in Hingham, Massachusetts, where I've served as the youth pastor for uh, about the last four years. And so I've asked Jim if he would close our time together uh, just with a, a prayer of blessing and commissioning, uh, because YPT is a uh, church-loving ministry, and we're not coming out here to try to just fix everything, but we really want to partner with local churches uh, in collaboration with parents in order to reach the next generation. So, uh, Jim, would you 
close us. I'd be happy to, Mike. Um, thanks for allowing me to be a part of the, your, the evening. It's been um, an encouragement to me, a blessing to me to hear the stories from people here. And uh, I'm just excited about your ministry. I, of course, was there when you were hired and uh, it's an, uh, you have an impressive background. And I think the impact this ministry can make around the world for people young and old is just is just wow it's huge and uh it's a it's a privilege for us to be able to to launch you into this to support you and to um build a network of people within our church to pray for you let me just read something real quickly and this is from the acts of the apostles chapter 13 and uh i'll just read a couple of the first few verses chapter 13 of the book of acts now there were in the church at antioch prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manian, a member of the court of Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And after fasting and praying, they laid their hands on them and sent them off. So that, in a way, in a very big way, is what we're doing with Mike here. The Holy Spirit has led him to this ministry. It wasn't because he was looking for a side gig, and uh, but his skill, which is from this Holy Spirit, has been, now the Holy Spirit has led him to this. And what's appropriate is that his sending church, South Shore Baptist Church in Massachusetts, and really all of us who care about this ministry, are praying for him and sending him and fasting and praying and worshiping so that his launch might be one that's really um it's really gratifying that's really uh exalting that is glorifying to our heavenly father so let me pray to him right now heavenly father i just thank you for this time with these people these folks that have been so impressive and hearing the stories of how mike's already in such a short period of time you've made through mike mcgarry have made such an impact for the kingdom through youth workers, through teens, and with adults and others. And I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you. We just ask that you be glorified, your name be lifted up, that you be exalted, that we know you are a jealous God, and that you don't want us to have idols, and you want us to worship you alone. So we ask, Lord, that um, that we worship you through supporting Mike in prayer and in our encouragement and our notes and our letters and our financial support. And I pray for Mike specifically, that he have patience, that he persevere, that in difficult times and in times of victory, that he still look to you for his hope and his and all of his sustenance. I pray for his family, that his family will be supportive and encouraging, that they will hang in there during times that are that many see as trials or difficulties or hardship but that they will be with him, that they will also be encouraged, that people will come around them and befriend them and support them when Mike is perhaps in Ireland or in Mexico or in the, the Far East and wherever he might be. And I pray, Lord, that uh, that his ministry one that will thrive and bring you glory and honor in, in every way. Lord, I pray that um, you provide him with the additional resources, other people, and financial so that this, this ministry, again, can glorify and honor you. And Lord, we just pray that um, as we launch, Mike, that this 
um, the, kind of the nuts and bolts of starting a new ministry come easily for him because he's surrounded with people like Scott and others who know how to do this really well, and that it shows his wisdom that he sought, he sought prepared to answer. And I just ask that you continue to guide Mike and keep him close to you, that you kindle in him a growing love and devotion to the Lord Jesus Christ, that the uh, the tenets of the historic Christian faith that he, he teaches and he shares with youth workers around the world and the gospel in a clear and compelling way, that that continue to be one that is just paramount, that he not compromise that in any way, that that is always at the forefront of his ministry. And as a result, we see youth ministry and young people, and as they grow and as they're discipled and they disciple others, this ministry continues to multiply and grow and flourish and you are and, and you are God and you are king. You are the only true God. And uh, and more and more people around the world recognize that. So, Lord, just like the church in Antioch, we we commission and we launch Mike and his ministry. And we just ask that you have similar impact, which glorified you so that the Christianity became such the dominant religion in the Roman Empire after 200 years. And now look at it, look at Christianity around the world. And we ask that Mike be a part of that, that his ministry, you work through him in a mighty way. We ask all this in the saving, healing, precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you so much. And um, all of you, thank you for joining this call. And um, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to follow up with, with each of you this week. And I don't know if, if you haven't had a chance to fill out the Google form that I shared in the chat. Uh, if you could do that just real brief before uh, you log off. And thank you so much for joining. So thanks for tuning in to this special Zoom informational call. If you have any questions, please contact me at mike at youthpastortheologian.com. I'd love to talk with you or meet. Uh, schedule a one-on-one -on -one meeting with you to answer your questions about how you can support and partner with Youth Pastor Theologian to raise up a new generation of youth workers who are pursuing theologically rich youth ministry. Thanks for tuning in and keep your eyes on Jesus as you serve students. Mm -hmm.